I want now? Are they worn out in the seat or are they worn out in the knee? There's so many ways to wear what we have before it's gone to make use of what is there. You know, I don't wear anything I can't wipe my hands on. And your politics fit between the headlines. Are they written in newsprint? Are they distant? Minor crossing an empty parking lot. They are a woman walking home at night alone. They are six strings that sing in wood that hums against my hip bone. And we can't afford to do anyone harm. We owe them our lives. Each breath is recycled from someone else's lungs. Our enemies are the very air in disguise. And you can talk a great philosophy. But if you can't be kind to people every day, it doesn't mean that much to me. It's the little things you do, it's the little things you say, it's the love that you give along the way. And when we patch things up, they say, a job well done. But when we ask the question why, where did the rips come from? They say we are subversive and extreme. Of course, we are just trying to track a problem to its source. We are looking for the holes, the holes. We are looking for the holes, the holes. Because we can't sit back and let people come to harm. We owe them our lives. Each breath is recycled from someone else's lungs. Our enemies are the very air. Our enemies are the air. And I am looking, looking for the holes, the holes in your jeans. Because I want to know, are they worn out in the seat or are they worn out in the knees? From the album Not So Soft, that was Ani DeFranco with Looking for the Holes. Welcome to Polyrical, a podcast of political music, a soundtrack for the resistance, a topical solution for the political revolution. I want to hear from you, so if you like what you hear, or even if you don't, please send me a message at polyrical at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at polyrical. And you can check out the website, polyrical.com. I'm a little bit angry. The uh, representative, Ilhan Omar, has come under extreme 
fire and hateful rhetoric uh, for a tweet that she tweeted, which to me um, was a, a very, you know, moderate criticism of the role of money in politics. In response to a tweet by Glenn Greenwald, which reads, GOP leader Kevin McCarthy threatens punishment for Ilhan and Rashida Tlaib over their criticisms of Israel. It's stunning how much time U.S. political leaders spend defending a foreign nation, even if it means attacking free speech, free speech rights of Americans. And in response to that tweet by Glenn Greenwald, Ilhan Omar tweeted, It's all about the Benjamins, baby. With some, uh, with some musical notes emote following the words. And outrage ensued. And I think uh, for the most part, false outrage ensued. I uh, understand the underlying sentiment amongst some pieces of that outrage. People who wanted to paint uh, Ilhan Omar, one of only two Muslims in the House of Representatives right now, as someone who is anti-Semitic. Um, there certainly is a long history of people using the trope of Jewish money as an attack against the Jewish people. Ilhan did no such thing. She was responding to the role of money in politics and the way that uh, that money influences people. I, I don't think anyone would deny that uh, money from the gun lobby influences representatives to be soft on gun uh, legislation. I don't think that a lot of people would um, defend that uh, money from the pharmaceutical industry, money from the insurance industries, you know, does not in some way influence those people who get that money into voting for the insurance companies, voting for the drug companies to um, increase their grip on the economies in their sectors. Um, according to OpenSecrets.org, pro-Israel organizations in the 2018 election cycle contributed $14.9 million to candidates, about, about two-thirds of which went to Democrats and one-third to Republicans. I think it's absurd to claim that this money does not influence those uh, legislators in how they vote. After the intense backlash over that tweet and a follow-up tweet in which Ilhan named APAC as one of the organizations that contributes to the money to the legislatures, which in, in fact, APAC doesn't directly contribute money to legislators, but they do help support and sponsor a lot of efforts to sway the minds of legislatures on specific pieces of legislation. Uh, but there are many other organizations that do directly um, donate money 
to those candidates. Anyway, after that intense pressure, Ilhan has uh, apologized for the tweets. The same people who attacked Ilhan for those tweets calling them anti-Semitic also consider the boycott, divest, sanctions movement as anti-Semitic and uh, said so explicitly in a letter that they wrote to the leadership of the House. Here with Crimes in Palestine featuring Anna Baltzer, this is the truth off of the album, The Miseducation of the Masses. human rights just as all people do but the state of israel has no right to oppress rob and slaughter palestinians and to deny palestinians human rights i mean everything israel does they say they do it for security anna tell them what you think about that there's nothing defensive about denying palestinians water yeah not long ago over a thousand Palestinians died. About 16 Israelis died. Is that a conflict or a genocide? It's not anti-Semitic, opposing government policies known to be pathetic. The government doesn't represent the people. Many Israeli activists yell the government is evil. Crusades with modern weapons, they keep making sequels. It's apartheid, you find walls of separation. They used to keep Arabs out of the Jewish nation. But people on both sides oppose the situation. You never know it from the mass media lies, they spread it and censor it. Seek media that's independent, cause the government uses the news to spread their views. It's their spin, they profit off battles that they win. What would you do if you were born in Palestine? Had no way to leave and Saw bombs in the sky, would you fight back or sit and watch your family members die? Why is Israel unaccountable for crimes? They censored Anna Balsa going on the Daily Show. They lie and hide those crimes we need to know. Our taxes fund $7 million given daily for building weapons used by the Israeli military. It's not about the Bible or Quran when they bomb. It's about the sickness, the greed for the riches. The government doesn't represent the people and the interests, so the people gotta react with actions to flip this. The witness, end to oppression with quickness. They do it for democracy? That's just a mockery. Like writing the Constitution, owning slaves on their property. They aim to Brainwash, brainwash, like to blame it all on Hamas Like when they blame the Indians, they call them militants Do some due diligence, history is written by who had the biggest weapons History's his story, and how his lies spread it The media's his tool to keep us fools that's distracted For truth we buy bombs, it's a comp paying taxes Security or isn't it, starving Palestinians Israelis are admitting it, the government committing it They censored Anna Balsa going on a daily show They lie and hide those crimes we need to know Our taxes fund seven million dollars given daily for building weapons used by the Israeli military. They say it's separation of church and state, but wait, wait. They created a Jewish state in 1948, but they placed it in a land that was ran by Palestine. 
Britain didn't care about the Arabs there to die, die. They conquered it. People lived there, man, it was monstrous. Think what this country did. When Britain was on top of it, we needed one state solution, a people's revolution, refuting the division of living in separation. For ethnic relations, that only spells devastation. Man, have a revelation. We all humans, that's the same. No group is prominent, no group should be dominant. Slave trade atrocities were just as bad or worse as the curse of the Nazis. Can't have democracy created by atrocity, it's hypocrisy. We're living in a theocracy. I'm tired of the lies, cause they value Jewish lives over Arabs when they die, and they sense it, and it's also going on today. Show. They lie and hide those crimes we need to know Our taxes fund seven million dollars given daily For building weapons used by the Israeli military They censored and are also going on a daily show They lie and hide those crimes we need to know Our taxes fund seven million dollars given daily For building weapons used by the Israeli military The apartheid they got going on It's like the apartheid that happened in South Africa The apartheid that happened here in the U.S. All groups should be equal Equally accountable to mend the situation and the occupation. There's nothing defensive about preventing people from having materials to, to build their homes. There's, I mean, it, so much of the institutions that I, you know, that I understood to be defensive cannot be justified by security anymore. Building a wall between Palestinians and Palestinians. Check out Anna in the Middle East us to our topic of the episode the topic of the episode this episode is socialism and there's a lot of talk there's a lot more talk about socialism in a lot less negative light uh, since uh, Bernie Sanders ran in 2016 and kind of uh, did some resurrection of that word but the democratic socialism of Bernie Sanders is not the full socialism that other people fight and strive for from Wikipedia, socialism is a range of economic and social systems characterized by social ownership and workers' self-management of the means of production, as well as the political theories and movements associated with them. Social ownership can be public, collective, or cooperative ownership, or citizen ownership of equity. There are many varieties of socialism, and there is no single definition encapsulating all of them. The socialist political movement includes a set of political philosophies that originated in the revolutionary movements of the mid to late 18th century and out of concern for the social problems that were associated with capitalism. By the late 19th century, after the work of Karl Marx and his collaborator Frederick Engels, socialism had come to signify opposition to capitalism and advocacy for a post-capitalist system based on some form of social ownership of the means of production. Kicking us off, this is Socialism is Love by Max Romeo from the Max Romeo Catalog, Chapter 6, Verse 8.
Socialism is love for your brother. Socialism is linking hearts and ends. Would you believe me? Poverty and hunger is what we're fighting. Socialism is sharing with your sister. Socialism is people pulling together. Would you believe me? Love and togetherness. That's what it means. Mr. Bigger trembling in his shoes, saying he's got a lot to lose. Don't want to hear about sufferer at all. Joshua said, One man have too many, while too many have too little. Socialism don't stand for that, don't stand for that at all. Socialism is love for your brothers. Socialism is linking hearts and heads. Poverty and hunger is what we're fighting. Socialism is Socialism is Would you believe me? Love and togetherness That's what it means Socialism is Love for your brother Socialism is Linking hearts and hands Poverty and hunger is what we're fighting Socialism is sharing with your sisters Do you believe me? People pulling together oh. Love and togetherness That's what it means Socialism is love for your brothers Socialism is linking hearts and hands Poverty and hunger is what we're fighting Socialism is
Modern democratic socialism is a broad political movement that seeks to promote the ideas of socialism within the context of a democratic system. Some democratic socialists support social democracy as a temporary measure to reform the current system, while others reject reformism in favor of more revolutionary methods. Modern social democracy emphasizes a program of gradual legislative modification of capitalism in order to make it more equitable and humane. While the theoretical end goal of building a socialist society is either completely forgotten or redefined in a pro-capitalist way. The two movements are widely similar, both in terminology and ideology, although there are a few key differences. The major difference between social democracy and democratic socialism is the object of their politics. Contemporary social democrats support a welfare state and unemployment insurance as a means to humanize capitalism, whereas democratic socialists seek to replace capitalism with a socialist economic system, arguing that any attempt to, quote, humanize capitalism through regulations and welfare policies would distort the market and create economic contradictions. Democratic socialism generally refers to any political movement that seeks to establish an economy based on economic democracy by and for the working class. Democratic socialism is difficult to define, and groups of scholars have radically different definitions for the term. Some definitions simply refer to all forms of socialism that follow an electoral, reformist, or evolutionary path to socialism, rather than a revolutionary one. Quote, you can't talk about ending the slums without first saying profit must be taken out of slums. You're really tampering and getting on dangerous ground because you are messing with folk then. You're messing with captains of industry. Now this means that we're treading in difficult water because it really means that we are saying that something is wrong with capitalism. There must be a better distribution of wealth and maybe America must move towards a democratic socialism. And that was Martin Luther King Jr., in 1966. Here's Utah Phillips off the album Making Speech Free. This is No More Reds in the Union. Oh, the company's so good to me, there's no more Reds in the Union. I'm as respectable as can be, there's no more Reds in the Union. My wages, they are up so high, my family's starving, so am I. But sooner than complain, I die. There's no more Reds in the Union. Oh, I'm paid the lowest wage on earth. There's no more Reds in the Union. I'm paid exactly what I'm worth. There's no more Reds in the Union. I think the company is fair. They speed me up, but I don't care. My kids complain, but I don't dare. There's no more Reds in the Union. We never talk of workers' rights. There's no more Reds in the Union. They tell us that it leads to fights. There's no more Reds in the Union. Our leaders, they have always said that folks that talk like that are red. So we listen to the boss instead. There's no more Reds in the Union. Each year we have a swell affair. There's no more Reds in the Union. The bosses and their friends are there. There's no more Reds in the Union. They give us food, they give us beer, but one thing does seem mighty queer. We eat that good, but once a year, there's no more Reds in the Union. <laughs> not supposed to wipe your nose on the stage, but free speech is a form of expression. <laughs>
Do what thou wilt, let that be the whole of the law. Who said that? Alistair Crowley. Could I get a glass of water from some kind and benevolent soul? Oh, you got water there? Pour away, friend. It looks like water. Sure that isn't gin? <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. My uncle saw me. My uncle was a prominent wino and ne'er-do-well from eastern Utah. He ran across the room one day, saw me drinking a glass of water, knocked out of my hand. He said, did you ever see what water does to a piece of iron? You can imagine what it does to your stomach. <laughs> Another one of those. You've got a 
And rounding out our socialism set, that was Billy Bragg off the album William Bloke with Upfield. Here are a few words from Representative Ilhan Omar. I think one of the real root reasons why she was so uh, castized and ostracized over her uh, tepid um, tweet Here is Representative Omar when she was still a state representative uh, fighting against legislation in Minnesota to impose restrictions on people supporting the boycott, divest, sanctions movement. I think I know a little bit about discrimination. I face it every single day. I carry multiple identities that are constantly, constantly being discriminated against. I thank um, the author for thinking about this particular bill, but I am saddened by the particular purpose I believe this bill serves. Some of the members in this room have spoken to and would like to believe that this is a particular bill that is to support the Jewish community. Some would even think that this is a great bill because we are a body that is fighting against discrimination. If those two things were true, there would have been a great support for Representative Hornstein's amendment. I believe that this is the kind of thing we bring forth so that we create more division. We further a narrative that says particular people's concerns, the oppressions that they may feel, the ways that they might see they might want to use their freedoms in order to oppose a government that they might feel is oppressing is not okay and they don't have a right to do so. As many of you know, I come from Africa. And um, I wasn't old enough to know all that was happening in South Africa when the apartheid was prevalent there, when South Africa was an apartheid state. But I remember my grandfather talking to me about the stories of apartheid South Africa and telling me how that conversation shifted because so many people of conscience, so many people who understood that, who understood that it was obviously immoral for countries to continue to support South Africa, have decided that they were going to engage in boycotts of that government so that that system would go down. 
And so what we might see today and what we might not agree with, because it is not a popular discourse, might actually be a reality that some people might be living in. And we here in Minnesota, certainly in this body, who are not educated enough to understand the nuances of the people who are living in Israel and Palestine are going through, should not be having these conversations about what is appropriate and what it isn't. I certainly never advocate for any kind of discrimination. I never will. But what I do advocate for is for all of us to work towards furthering peace in the world. And I do believe that you never get to having peace without justice. That is a fundamental thing that first must happen before we further peace. We know, and I'm certainly saddened by the rise of anti-Semitism, and I have been part of a community that has been raising funds to support the Jewish community in this time of need. Because as my community is struggling with the particular ban that our president wants to put on us, the Jewish community has been side by side, fighting with us, making sure that we have the resources that we need. Because I think there is a particular connection and brotherhood and sisterhood that Muslims and Jews have. One that is fundamentally based in our shared space in history, our shared land, and one that we will never forget. But what governments do and what is based in systems are very different. They truly are. And so I oppose this bill. I would love to have voted for a bill that would have expanded our ideals of fighting against discrimination in being a body that actually stood up against all discrimination. I don't want to be part of a vote that limits the ability for people to fight towards that justice and peace. Thank you. And that will bring us to our artist of the episode, the artist of the episode. This episode is Linton Kwesi Johnson. Linton Kwesi Johnson was born on 24th August 1952 in Chapleton, a small town in the rural part of Clarendon, Jamaica. He came to London in 1963, went to Tulse Hill Secondary School, and later studied sociology at Goldsmiths College. While still at school, he joined the Black, Black Panthers, helped to organize a poetry workshop within the movement, and developed his work with Rasta Love, a group of poets and drummers. In 1977, he was awarded a C. Day Lewis Fellowship, becoming the writer-in-residence for the London Borough of Lambeth for that year. He went on to work as a library resources and education officer at 
Keskedi Center, the first home of black theater and art. Off of his album Dread Beat and Blood, this is the title track, Dread Beat and Blood. Sisters rocking, a dread beat pulsing fire, burning. Chocolate power and darkness creeping night. Black veiled night is weeping. Electric lights consoling night. A small hall soaked in smoke. A house of ganja mist. Music blazing, sounding, thumping fire. Blood, brothers and sisters rocking, stopping, rocking, music breaking out, bleeding out, pumping out, fire, burning, electric power of the red bulb, staying in the brain with the blood flow, and the bad, bad thing is brewing, ganja crawling, creeping to the brain, coat lights hurting, breaking, hurting, fire in the Dread beat, bleeding, beating, fire, dread. Rocks rolling over, hearts sleeping while rage rising out of the heat and the hurt. And the fist curling anger reaches a her. Then flash of a blade from another to a hill leaps out for a kick of a flesh of a piece of skin. And blood, bitterness, exploding fire, wailing blood and bleeding. But 
them can't make decision when it come to a fight. Them can't make decision when it come to a rights. Man, this is the age of reality. But somehow we a deal with mythology. This is the age of science and technology. But somehow we a check free antiquity. Them when they gone out of line, them not living for a time. For them said them get sign and them blind. Them eye to the light of the world. I'm gonna search within the dark of them doom. And I show both sin instead of fight for win. Man, this is the age of reality. Summer we a deal with mythology. This is the age of science and technology. But summer we a check free antiquity. This is the age of decision. Some make we Lego religion. This is the age of decision. Some make we Lego division. This is the age of reality. Some make with Lego mythology. This is the age of science and technology. Some make we hold the clarity. Make we hold the clarity. Make we hold the clarity. That was Reality Poem from the album Forces of Victory. 
Here is an excerpt from an interview that uh, Linton did with The Guardian. Quote, in terms of our country, it would be foolish to say that we haven't made some progress because we have. He cites the contrast between the, the almost complete and utter indifference to the new crossfire from mainstream media with the huge outpouring of sympathy for the people affected by the Grenfell tragedy and reflects, quote, I think it's a measure of how much progress we've made, how integrated we are. And he pauses. But right now we are living through a time of reaction, the rise of conservative populism, and some things simply won't go away. I'm sure I'll be crucified for saying this, but I believe that racism is very much a part of the cultural DNA of this country, and most probably has been from imperial times. And in spite of the progress that we have made, it's there. It's something that we have to contend with in our everyday lives. Johnson has held a British passport since Margaret Thatcher was in power, but has known many Jamaican people who lived in the UK for years, only to visit the Caribbean and discover they were not allowed back. Quote, so this Windrush scandal has been going on for a long time, but it is also a symptomatic of the ascendancy of the UKIP wing of the Conservative Party. UKIP doesn't really exist in any concrete sense anymore, but it is alive and well within the Conservative Party. It has not only been the nasty party, it has been the anti-immigrant party. He takes heart from the public outcry that has forced the government to radically revise its hostile environmental policy. Quote, I think the vast majority of British people are outraged and think it's grossly unjust. I mean, if you have got someone like Joseph Rees-Mogg, or whoever his, whatever his name is, coming out and saying this is unacceptable, that's a measure of the general public outrage. I ask what, God, what the government's abject apologies mean to him. Quote, well, there's no harm in saying sorry. He smiles with a mischievous glint. But people want their situation resolved. Does he assume from everything the government has promised that it will be? Well, I hope so, because if it isn't, they've got a fight on their hands. I can tell you that. And this is the great insurrection from the album Live in Paris. It was in April 1981, down in the ghetto of Brixton, that the Babylon caused such a friction that it bring about a great insurrection. And it spread all over the nation. It was truly an historical occasion. It was event of the year, and I wish I had been there when we run riot all over Brixton, when we mash up plenty police van, when we mash up the wicked one plan. When we mash up the swamp 81, for what? For make the ruler them understand that we not take no more of them oppression. And when we check out the ghetto grapevine, to find out all I could have find. Every rebel just a rebel in them story. Them a talk about the power and the glory. Them a talk about the burning and the looting. Them a talk about the smashing and the grabbing. Them a tell me about the vanquish and the victory. Them said the Babylon them went too far. So what? Uh, we had was to burn too care. 
And one and two innocent get marred. But what? Now, so it goes sometime in a war, Easter. So it goes sometime in a war. Them say we bond down the judge, we could have bond the landlord. We bond down the judge, we never bond the landlord. When we run riot all over Brixton, when we mash up plenty police van, when we mash up the wicked one plan, when we mash up the swamp 81. Them say we come and their car and we gather ammunition. We build with barricade and the wicked catch a free. We send out with scout figure, find them where about, then we farm up with passy and we make query. Well, now them run gang go plan counter-action But the plastic bullet and the water cannon Will bring a blam blam, will bring a blam blam Never mind scar man, will bring a blam blam By resplendent light of love, dazzled by the firmament of freedom. Him couldn't detect deceit, all when it kicked him in him teeth. Him couldn't cry corruption and believe in a man. Him never know about creek, him did humble, him did meek. Him never know intrigue, him never in that the league. Him never did understand that on the road to socialism, you could buck up nepotism. Him wife dangerous, him brother treacherous, and him cousin very vicious. Like a fragile fragment of light Trapped in the belly of the dark night Like a blind man stupefied and dazed Lost and alone in a mystical maze With days upon days upon days upon days Watching drifting across the ocean of life Without rod on our hunk on our seal With days upon days upon days upon days Call him flotsam of the tides of the times if you like Lost in the labyrinth of life If you like, doped, doped, demoralized, dizzied, dazed, paralyzed, shipwrecked against the sands of the tides of the times, meditating from the bad old days, face down upon the gleaming seashore, not so certain, not so sure, but like before. The salt of the sea and the sun in I'm eye and him would give it back if it could cry. The sound of the surge of the sea harmonized with the swaying bamboo trees. And the brains just a tick all kind of thoughts now and night, like them desperate days of defiance. When young rebels did a fight against oppression, when young rebels did a fling firebomb, when they march with them banners raised, chanting freedom, chanting justice. Chanting blood and fire Well, no crucial trail was a blaze Taking the struggle to a higher stage Doped, doped, demoralized Dizzied, dazed, paralyzed Now wash up, wet up and mash up 
him raise up, catch up and sit up. With him hand pan him jaw and him head a hang down, I consider how young rebels get old. How some sell them soul, some get left out in the cold, some get elevated, some get depreciated. Some turn middle class, some a gamble hard, some a try to live clean, some get vicious and mean. Some plague with doubt, some still a tough it out, one and two a fight the struggle in them head. Lead the leader lesson of them head. Win the revolution in them head. Yaman, yeah, all a ton prime minister in them head. Visit, tears, traumatizing. Now him wondering, pondering, considering, posing all kind of riddle to himself like, now that we come out of the one room there, and time and fart should be some of our friends. Now that we got we counts of flat and with this and with that, we call a TV and all the mad car. Now that we create some space, Enough away who wanna look up place. Now that we got with MP and with Black GMP, Black Span the Radio, Black Span TV, with Sir and with Lord and with MBE. I forgot, we forgot, alright, that. Do we need another Moses? We take we cross the sea and say, one, walk cross, wanna free, wanna free, as we enter the 21st century. Are we long past that the era, that the stage? And is each and every one who have to rise now to meet the dawning of a different age. Well, he was wondering, pondering, considering when he hear a voice like the wind say, Chuh, just things and times, wonders and signs, but not get mystic, the realistic. And him hear a next voice like the sea say, sometimes the pungent order of the key signals a brand new life depend the way. Merci. Right now I'd like to do a few numbers from the More Time CD. And this one is talking about black deaths in police custody in Britain. Throughout the 80s and the 90s, we saw a frightening rise in the incidence of black people dying in police custody. And it was though there was a conspiracy of silence about this matter because no one in authority said anything about it or did anything about it. And it sent the wrong signal to those racist cops who believe they can murder black people and get away with it. It was as though they had a license to kill. And rounding out our Linton Quasi Johnson set, that was Tings and Times, once again off the live in Paris with Dennis Bovell dub band 
album. And here is Eliza Carthy from Folk Against Fascism, Volume 1. This is Like I Care. Given me wings, I wouldn't have used them. If I have ever known my rights, I have surely abused them. Like most, when I open my mouth, I hate what's coming out, and I don't understand my choice of words as I use them. episode of Polyrical. Remember, you can email me at polyrical at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Polyrical, and you can support this podcast by making a pledge, either a monthly pledge or a one-time pledge. You can do that at polyrical.com. 
You can also frequently hear me record this podcast live on Twitch. Just follow Unrelated Things on twitch.tv for more information. So as we wrap up this episode, we've got one more for you. This is from the album Left Turn on Liberty Lane by the artist Joe Solo. This is I've Got Your Back featuring Rebecca Findlay. Thanks for listening. I'm that bloke at the bar with a joke. I'm a drink and a smoke, yeah. And I got your back. I'm that song you get home and stick on when your day all went wrong, yeah. And I got your back. I'm that peep on your bone when you're weeping. This says how you're keeping my. I got your back. I'm that sigh and I look in their eye when instead of goodbye they say I got your and bruised knowing you're gonna lose me I'm what makes them choose to say I got your back I'm that smile you went bound for the while on your loneliest smile know that I got your back stand up tall cause I won't let you fall all for one one for all yeah and I got your back, I'm not feeling when life had you reeling And still you're not kneeling And I got your back Out on your own and a long way from home But you're never alone, no Cause I got your back I'm that friend who'll be there till the end With a shoulder to land, yeah And I got your back I'm your brother, your father, your mother, your neighbor, your lover And I got your back, you can cope though you're pinned to the rope seekers my name is Hope, yeah And I got your back